Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, hello, David. Lovely to see hello, you. Hello, Brian. Lettuce. Absolutely, and it's wonderful to be here in your presence. And hello, Finn. Thank you so much for turning up this uh, right. Sunday after it's a lovely Sunday. summer fate we're at. Mm. Loving it. Uh, whereabouts are we in the county? We are at the Yorkshire Dales, surrounded by green hills, cows and sheep and rams, and obviously fate <laughs> stalls. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so there's a fate in a farm. Yes, yeah. 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 In, in, in the countryside, in Yorkshire, the north of Britain. Yes. Uh, so uh, we're on a lovely little picnic table right in the centre of the fete. There's stalls to our right. There's, uh, there's uh, the, 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 the burger vans and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. There's games to be played. You can hear children in the background. It's a lovely summer's day. Thanks so much, like I said, Finn, for turning up. Uh, get to know Finn, David. Finn, thank you for your presence. That's all right. First off, do you enjoy summer fates? Is this your usual sort of locale kind of usual. You Usual. Yes. Do you see a Queen's speech? Yeah, no, I, I dig a summer fate, yeah. Uh, we used to play at Aunt Sally. Goodness me, what Aunt, used to Aunt, play Aunt Sally? Aunt Sally. Yeah, yeah, That's, uh, you know Aunt Sally? What? Yeah, there you go. Coconuts. Coconuts. I didn't realise it was called Aunt Sally, the coconut game. How did you... How did you guess that? All I could think, I just thought summer fates, coconuts, and just went for a lottery ticket swipe, and I uh, and I won. Swipe? Is that how I've done that? That's how you do it. You just got to go for a swipe in life, like Oysters. a cat getting a fish out of the uh, out of the ponds. <laughs> it's a uh, damp paw type of thing. Just go for it, people. <laughs> so, uh, um, um, when was the last time you went to a, a summer fate, David? I haven't gone to a summer fate since being a cub scout uh, in the early nineties um, in uh, Port Slade. Cool. And you, have you been uh, to a, I don't know why we're banging on about summer fates, but we will do over the next minute. When was the last time you went to a summer? Uh, well, I'm not sure I've been to a, I don't know, I grew up in quite a twee village, so, but they have a carnival, so that's more. Oh, that's quite impressive. It's called Ensham, it's in Whitney, which is uh, David Cameron's constituency. Ah, right up his street. Is it? Yeah, it's not. But I think you know, it's a, it's a nice part of the uh, the British Isles type of thing. You like, always uh, bring up David Cameron on every, every episode, yes? Without expecting it, I certainly don't go on the bus thinking oh, I'd better bring up old DC at some point. But uh, he does seem to wander out my lips at some point. I don't know why, but uh, I guess politics is the fabric of life. And he was steering the boat at one point, wasn't he? Yeah. But now it's Theresa who's in charge of the rudder. Um, 
<laughs> but you're right, politics do come up and you want to avoid that with friends, especially during a summer fete. Yeah, yeah, there's, a, there's nothing more apolitical, I find. Yes, than a summer definitely. Fate. Forget about Cameron, you know, and, uh, and Theresa and whatnot, and let's just enjoy a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, cool, sexy boys. I am Charles. Would you like a cream dip whilst you have your chat? Cool, sexy boys. Would we like a cream egg whilst we have our chat? Ooh, yes, please. A mm. cream egg would go down very nice. Cream egg? Cream tea. Cream tea? <laughs> a cream tea, yes. Oh, that would be very tea. sophisticated. Would you like a cream tea, Finn? Yeah, please. Yeah? Yeah, please, definitely. A few strawberries, maybe. Cool. OK, uh, I've got a... Straws. Straws. Straws, absolutely. I've got a question for David. Um, earliest, earliest childhood memory? Earliest childhood memory, I remember um, having a tantrum. I, I don't know why, you know, it was um, over... Um, I don't know why it's my earliest memory. It was over a friend who'd come over from school and they had damaged um, a Star Wars toy vehicle, a Millennium Falcon, and uh, they got Yoda's head trapped in the battery compartment on the side of the Millennium, and it just <laughs> pushed me into an absolute rage. And then I just remember waking up like Robinson Crusoe on a desert island, but I was just, you know, in the middle of the lounge because I'd gone into such a rage. I, I think I just OD'd and just sort of... What? I don't know. I, I used to have, like, these almost Hulk-like kind of uh, experiences of having toddler tantrums where I almost sort of blacked out. You know, I was in such a Did kind you of... Really? How old were you? I was about, I'd say about three or four sort of age. And I used to wake up with a headache and, like, oh, what was that about? Like Jacqueline Hyde sort of thing. And mother would be like, oh, we put the Millennium Falcon away, David. Roy's gone you know, back with his parents. It's all right, you know. Who's Roy? Roy would be my friend right. um, at that period of my life growing Roy. up. Roy? Roy, I think. What, a four-year-old Roy? Well, uh, Roy's have got to be Roy at some point. It's all the way yeah. through from the, the vagina, well, from the mother to the grave type of thing, about being too graphic. Roy? Roy, yeah, Roy. Christopher Grace like, is one, Roy. Like from the vagina to the grave. Roy the boy. Roy the boy. Oh, linear oh, passage yeah. that we wander through. From the vagina to the grave. Absolutely. Everyone's uh, wandering along that. Doesn't matter if it's along a football pitch or you you know, along a train station. That's, that's the two areas we're moving towards. I don't know what, that, I wonder what that's about. I'm not either. It's, it's a metaphor loss. So where's Roy now? Have you, have you been in touch with Roy recently? Uh, every now and then, my mother gets a Christmas card from his mother, and I do know that Roy has ch two children, and he was connected, involved with car insurance, but I don't know if that is <laughs> the case at the moment. <laughs> but uh, he has two children. Uh, the Dizzy Heights of car insurance was a bit sarcastic there. I don't know why. I think you always are with school friends. Aren't you? It's like, oh, you know, Roy, aren't you? Yeah, it doesn't take much, does it? It's like, oh, you think you're good, sort of thing. You've ruined my name, Falcon, and he wandered off and made loads of big bucks out of insuring cars. But it's a case of, um, I don't know what he's up to now. Uh, good luck to you, Roy, wherever you are, buddy. You listen to this podcast. Someone thought I was expecting a reply there, wasn't it? It was a bit odd. <laughs> Not going to happen. So you Here's your to... cream tea, gentlemen. Ah! Help yourself into scone and whatnot. And, Thanks, mate. Uh, oh, no Thank you very much. Get involved. So... Oh, sorry, David, I have spilt it all over you. Oh, for goodness sake, that's quite hot. Yeah, and it will leave a stain on my chinos, Charles. I'm not being rude, but that was um, slightly unpleasant, but we'll move on. I don't think it will leave a scar, but it's slightly hot. So, do you, do you still get angry, David? Not to the extent that I'll black out and suddenly wake up with, like, you know, salty cheeks from my tears. Uh, but I think everyone has anger moments. Have you ever sworn at someone? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. I think that's the saying. Oh, dear. Do that again. I'm sure. And again. I'm sure. 
I'm sure that's happened without a doubt. That volcano, that inner Pompeii, you know. Can, can we imagine someone's someone's walked uh, up to our picnic table here and give you a volley a volley of abuse? And can you? I can have a go at him to swear the f f, f word and whatnot. Like, can we? What I mean? Hello, cunt. Hello, cunt. So there we go. Oh, so, I wouldn't go that far, Charles, because that's immediately crossing the verbal line of gentleman. I just want to see you. Just I can have a go at someone. Right, you've crossed the line. You're taking the bloody. S-H-I-T. No, 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 not all that S-H-I-T. Just, I want to hear you swear. Right, this is it. The Bombay doors have opened. (laughs) Fuck off, all right? You've done it now. You pressed my bloody buttons. You made me look stupid. not bloody or shit. I want to hear you swear, David. Piss off, you big fucking vacuum cleaner piece of lanky shit. Piece of piss. (laughs) Rolling into the gutters of hell and Satan. Your mother's a fucking... Horse with massive fuck off bastard hooves. <laughs> you can Okey fuck off. Oh, Sorry, right. Brian. Too, no, much. I'm... too much. Too much. Too much. When you let that tap go, it just you know, it really does flow. It, it does flow. It's, ter- it's like poetry, but you know, it's not as sophisticated. Have you got any questions for David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you, because this is a podcast, could you describe your ethnic background using four words and then why for each word? Okay, that's a very good question. I think everyone should be asked to do that before getting on a plane these days. (laughs) No, that's inappropriate. We'll have to get rid of that. That's too much. Um, so, jokes aside, sorry. Can you stop touching No, 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 I apologise. I've been that potentially xenophobic, potentially homoerotic. For the listeners at home, David keeps touching my chair. Absolutely, yeah. It's one centimetre away from you, that's why. No, I'm joking. Um, so what's your, fir- what's your first word? I'll go, I'd leap straight with my speedos into the ethnic swimming pool and just say white. I've still got three more words to go. Yeah. Uh, w- my ethnicity, where I come from. White, West Sussex. Um, white, West Sussex, proud. White, West Sussex and proud. I'm white. I come from West Sussex. That's my part of the crib. And I'm bloody proud of it. Let me on the plane. No fear. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I guess my ethnicity isn't that much of an interesting melting pot. Maybe it is. Maybe if I spat into a, um, a jar and we've got some scientists well, to actually analyse it. Could I see you spit into a jar? By all means, if you want to um, gaze upon that, my fluids, as all they right. leave my mouth into some china. OK, no well, problem. there's a jar. Here we go. Let me just moisten the, uh, the, the, uh, the old flute, cockney for throat. Just spit into the jar. Bit of saliva chain there, sorry. I've got the strawberry spill on me from Charles as well. Now I'm dribbling like a bloody baby. Good. Yeah, all right, Charles. I'm a bloody robo-giggle there in the background. It's the short circuit. Um, there we go. There's some uh, fluids in there, saliva, that can be DNA-checked, and we can look at my ethnicity. There might be a few Vikings knocking around in there, or... Uh, Let uh, me take that. Thank you, Charles. Take it to the lab, please, Charles. Come back with some readings. Or maybe some, um, you know, you never know, some uh, ethnicities that I don't even know are there. Uh, some samurais, perhaps. I will analyse it. Yeah, please do. Please take do. Take the jar of spittle away and analyse. Who do you reckon? The, what side of the family would the samurais be on? I reckon easily my father. And he's never hit me. Uh, Jim. Jim, Jim Edwards. Um, he's never actually uh, hit me, but he definitely brings his hand up. Has he never hit you? He's never hit me, but he certainly threatens. And how, and how would he threaten you? He would uh, bring his hand up like this and cast a shadow over my face. And uh, <laughs> but he would do it in the style of a samurai. You know, it's like, blimey, is that a karate chop to the Adam's apple or is that going to be like a slap around the cheek? Like Did a your mum ever hit you? 
Uh, no, she verbally hit me um, with uh, insults, which leave psychological bruises a lot worse than you know, physical ones. But she'd never actually put me in a headlock or anything like that. She's well, never didn't actually... expected to put you in a headlock. No, no, actually, I don't know why I even verbalised that. That was inappropriate. We had good Christmases. We had a lot of fun in between um, the odds. The results are in, just says Bolivian. Bolivian. Oh, yes. The results are in, it just says Bolivian. Where is Bolivian? Bolivia. Yeah, Bolivia. Where is Bolivia? Exactly. Geographical background. South America. Just yes. To, yes. South America, that's not bad. So, Latino background. I'm quite pale when you think I've got a lot of Latino sort of uh, wandering through my veins. Why don't you get to know Finn, David, instead of just You're quite right. bollocks all the Absolutely. time? Absolutely. You are quite right, Brian. Let's get to know Finn. Stop touching my chair. So I'll stop touching your chair. I'll stop verbalising bollocks and let's focus on Finn. And I'd like to say, you know, what are your passions? Let's really break it down. What, what are your um, passions in life? What keeps, keeps you going, gets you up in the morning? Uh, I make my own hot sauces. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we That's interesting. Love that, didn't yeah. you? That's hot very sauces. interesting. I give, them, uh, I give them satirical names. Oh, really? What like? Chilk Hot Report. The Chilk Hot Report. Chilk Hot. Fantastic. That'd be very... Uh, Quite spicy. Dinner um, party. What other ones? What other satirical ones? Quite spicy. Don't article know. 50. <laughs> Once you've had that, that's, that's it. Done. Dead. There's a whole restaurant chain that could go with this, this sort of political banter alongside mm. the hot sauce open, open up a, garnishes. Open up a sort of one of these fates. Yeah, open a little stall. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sauce. Sort of political chitter chatter alongside What would some, you call um, the stall, David? If you uh, went into business with Finn? Political hot pots. You just spat so, me. Oh, sorry, I apologise. I keep doing that. I did it on the train earlier with a conductor. I apologise, sorry. Um, political, I keep... It's a political, it's a word. Um, political hot pots, something like... Um, uh, hot political... Potato? Hot, hot, that's a hot political potato. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, they haven't got potatoes in them, though. That's the only problem. This is why you always need brainstorming before you attempt something like Dragon's Den, some kind of uh, proper sales pitch. It would be hot tortilla. Do you do tortilla chips? <laughs> Stop pointing. Sorry, I keep pointing. It's, you know, I'm trying to... I think there's a definite economic future in taking well, uh, politics I've... and hot food yeah, and marrying the them. Sauce, I'm just going to make the sauces rather than the, the bases for the sauce. You see what I mean? Right, OK. So you provide your own food. Yes, that's not a problem. I'll bring yeah. my food along. What food would you dip into his sauce? Um, I would bring along um, a, a, a bowl of tortilla chips, yeah. I think. That would be the sort of thing you put sauce on, isn't it? Or a hot dog. Yeah. OK, yeah. hot if dog. You put some, some cheese and some, maybe some chilli con carne on top of the nachos. Yes. chips, And then put a bit of... Um, I've got a bit of the, th I've got a, uh, the third tower. That'd be quite good for you. Third Tower, is that a 9-11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. This has got its own, own bit sub subgenre of the sauces that are all 9-11. Oh, blimey. So what other 9-11 sauces are there? <laughs> Inside Job. Oh, um, right. That's a film. The, the, that's just the, what, what it was. Uh, the, oh, that, that's what, what it was. And is the source called an Inside Job? Are you into conspiracy theories, David? Certain conspiracy theories. Some of them are ridiculous. But some of them, I think, I do raise the left eyebrow in a Roger Moore manner and think, there's something about that. There's something afoot. Mm. Mm. I think, you know, for instance, you something, know... Something afoot's quite a mild source of mine. You got one Is it really? Something afoot. Yeah. Something afoot. I'll have a something afoot with my tortillas, please. Sort of, sort of a fruity base. I think what works really well with this is how it's a great trampoline. And I keep using that word for some reason, but a great trampoline into political chitter-chatter. Mm. It immediately sparks the front neurons. You think, oh, yeah, Cameron, David Cameron, what's he up to with the NHS or Theresa May? It immediately makes you think, oh, yeah. I'm snacking on my tortilla chips. You know, every... The little chitter-chatter. 
Chitter so chitter chatter. chatter. That's it, Charles. Let's call chitter chatter a first date because you've got nothing. You can easily establish common ground. And also, understanding a source. Totally, I think you're completely right there. Mm. And also, if she's politically in line with you, with her ideological beliefs. Yeah. You know, so number one, all right, erotically, we might have a spark here, but you know, are you Corbyn or May? Exactly. Are you, are you Trident Renewal, one of the sources? Yeah. Oh, really? Or are you, <laughs> are you tr trickle down economics? Another this source. has really got future. I would, I'd literally get a written copyright. This is going to be on a podcast, mate. And people yeah. are going to be hearing. Say, mate. Sorry, I'm trying to be sort of, I'm trying to get on. I'm, try, I'm sure, showing off the game, It's a little bit Brian. disrespectful. It is disrespectful. I'm trying to show off and I'm trying to break the kind of say, male mate, mate ice. ice. The mate's ice. mate in a bloody We should uh, do a test, test with Finlay's sauces. So sorry. We should do a test, test with Finlay's sauces. Oh, we should that. do a sort. I keep doing Ooh. that. Oh, I need to eradicate that from my vocabulary. Really it's What's only turned up today. I know, it's got a bit camp. What's wrong what with being Charles camp? Say? What did you say, Charles? We should try some of Finn's sauces. We should try some of Finn's sauces. Please. Have you got some sauces on you, Finn? Oh, he's got oh. a bag of sauces on him. We're a bon enemy. Well, let's, uh, I, I've got a, a, a breadstick. Bingo. So I'll break some bread up. There's some bread up. Oh, David lovely. I've seen the ducks. So sorry, Charles. David has to guess them. Ah, David has to guess the sauce. This is a cracking that's game, at the face. isn't it? This okay. is brilliant. Look at okay, them. Okay, so we've got three coconuts. pots of sauces in front of us. Yeah. Right. There's a, a little crust of bread. At ready. At will. Dip into... Yeah, you dip, we dip into this one first. Okay. Thank you, Finn. There we go. So I'll pop that in. Okay, just popping it in now, listeners. Lovely sauce, got a lovely texture and a lovely odour. Just gonna put it in my mouth and then begin chew with my teeth. Oh, it's hot, I'll give you that. And um, there's a whole canadry of tastes wandering around canadry. my what? mixture, canadry, a canadry. Co <laughs> cocktail of tastes. A canadry. Leaping around my mouth right now. Mm -hmm. um, what, what, what kind of, what kind of uh, politics are you getting from it? Very right wing. Hard right, yeah. Hard right, not a Nazi, but certainly um, there's a clear line between we want to keep the nuclear bomb, you know, yeah. and we're, we're going to keep our finger not on the red button, but certainly near it. Yeah. So what's the sauce called? Um, get rid of the NHS. <laughs> Very right wing. <laughs> I wanted that to have more of a flow to it. Oh. So something NHS. No, it's got nothing to do with the... With, uh... With, with sort of, it's named after a, a person. Oh, it's got to be a person it's named no, well, this, after. This particular sauce. Oh, this, right, okay, sorry, okay. It's, I mean, if you think of the person, then you'll get the name. Uh, okay, um, uh, something, John Major, nice. Majorly nice, that's a John Majorly yeah, nice okay. dip. Do you like some John Majorly nice? <laughs> Doesn't work, sorry, Finn, this is why you're the entrepreneur, you're the Zuckerberg of spice dips. I'm Dave Edwards, I'm just chewing on it. Uh, Finn, do you fancy just having a quick go at, uh, was it Aunt Sally? Yeah. That's right, yeah, so, sure. uh, so there's 50p, oh, mate. And, uh, 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 okay. Yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, there you go, so. Oh, like an assassin, he's done it. He's yeah, got so the he's done it one go, isn't he? Amazing. David, do you want to have a go? Oh, please throw... do. Do you mind me uh, just yeah, having one go. go? Thank you, Finn. So, so David's about, to, for the benefit of the listeners, though, David's about to throw the second ball at the coconut. Here we go, just uh, deep breaths. And, Finn uh, got his in one. Let's see what so David did. does. Let's... There we go. Missed. Yeah. Missed. Did miss. I feel slightly castrated in front of my two gentlemen friend there, sort of uh, missing the coconut. It's not what you want. It's a bit of a blemish on the afternoon, but I'll march on. Okay, I, I've it. got a question from a listener, David. What, what, uh, when was the last time you lied, and what was the lie? That's from 
at Amazing Miss B. When was at the last time you lied and what was the lie? Well, in actual fact, um, the last time I lied links to what you said earlier. When was the last time I actually swore at somebody? And it was to... Was this the road rage? Uh, it wasn't road rage. It sorry, was, uh, sorry. No, 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 that's fine. It's not a problem. Road rage is on my history. And um, I need to just embrace it and forget it and move on. Um, but there was a situation with a train conductor a few months back. And um, I, we had a falling out over something. I can't remember. And I said under my breath, uh, you know, you bloody want to think that, mate. Uh, and he said, he said, what did you say? I said, nothing. He said, you said something. And I said, nothing. I didn't say anything. You said, you're saying something then. I didn't say anything. And I had said something under my breath, and it was a lie, basically. I basically verbally cussed him under my breath. It was very hot. We were on a train. So uh, the last time I swore at someone, I, I, I lied that I had actually done that under my breath. And Could I, you pretend to cuss someone under your breath again, but using the F word? I just like hearing you swear. You want to you, you fucking watch it, mate, or I'll fucking come and get you, buddy. Just you. Don't be silly. Just no, no, okay. No, okay. Fuck off, pal. <laughs> Not pal, oh, no, buddy. No, no. I always have to, you know. Yeah, you always have to nicen it at the end. Just see it through, Dave. Fuck off. It's there. I've done it. You know. They're not going to oh. come for my birthday party now, aren't they? Fuck off. Fuck off. All right, Charles, everyone's getting involved. Could you and Charles fuck have off. a... Fuck off. Could what? you and Charles have a little... Fuck off, Charles, and I mean it now. Please. Fuck right off. So, well, you're going to have to fuck off first, pal, because I, I started it. So, you know, fuck you go, please. Fuck right off. Jupiter's head. Jupiter's head? Well, I'll fucking leap off Saturn's head and, you know, give you a fucking... You two around the cheeks. Sorry? It's got weird, isn't it? Yes, we've lost our way. It's not a problem, though. That's what it's, it's all about, male bands. Exactly. Band. You know, you have ups and downs on podcasts. Now. Absolutely. This is a down, but what can I we have? I am going to smash your guts in. And I'm going to bloody grab out your not circuit bloody. wire. Have a fuck oh. or nothing. Okay, fuck or nothing. I'm going to fucking grab your circuit wire and drag it out like the insides of a dead cat on the side of the road. It's lost its way now, Brian. I apologise. Okay. It's X-rated. Do you want to ask Finn the golden question? We, we allow David a golden question oh, each okay. episode, so he can ask the guests a golden question. Sorry about the, uh, the robotic verbal abuse. Let's move on, Finn. That was a, a dark area we entered there, but it's behind us. Here's a golden a question full of light and hope. <laughs> Who's your favourite, mother or father? <laughs> Sorry. What? You mean, who, which of my parents do I prefer? Yes. Are you really asking that question? Or do you mean, which, which, which parent in the world do I No, like? which... Now I've asked it's it. Now it's, it's a funny old question. I think now it's quite an intense one. It's got to be why said. Why are you so full of hope? Have you got them both? <laughs> You're making me choose. I know it's... Uh, Who's your favourite, Mum? I wish... It's like, you know, anything in life. I wish this was on a computer screen and I could just hit delete. Do I you know what? Been, Back I've at you, involved. David. Back at you. Yeah, who's your fact? So we're going to end the golden question there. <laughs> Unless you want to answer it, Phil. It's quite Finn. right, I mean, Now it's been asked to me. I feel very peculiar. I just yeah. feel sort of responsible. I feel bring, no, you're I feel, quite right. I feel they bring different roles to parenting and that, that together they make a, a very good hot whole team. I mean, you know, his hot sauces aren't just political. His domestic uh, questioning skills are also top-notch, aren't they? It's got to be said, you could be uh, elected then, doing that. It's very well-balanced. Mm. They have got their own roles. I think it's right. Um, what is a mother's role? That's a question for you. A mother's role is to uh, make sure... It's a, it's a big, 
He doesn't miss a beat. No, he doesn't. That's, you're quite no, right. No, no, you don't miss a beat. <laughs> no, but I think that question was was vital. You know, we're all pointing at one right, another. It's terrible, isn't it? It's like dodging now. What's a mother's role? What is a mother's role? Has that role been fulfilled? Do I feel like I've been 100% mothered now I'm out in the streets of Britain as an adult? Halfway to the grave from the vagina. Absolutely, saying goodbye as it's casting a shadow over my head. Um, you are quite right. What is the role of a mother? Um, it's to make the individual feel secure and to make sure they are a central Trevor, who was in an, a, a previous episode. I don't mean Trevor the generic bloke who fixes cars. Trevor Locke, the comedian, who we spoke to in an episode in an old people's home. Uh -huh. Then you'd find very... Uh, he was, he's been well-mothered. He's very central, he's very focused. He's like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. You wouldn't mess around with him. So Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon's had a good mother? He has, Trevor has. Okay, but Mel he's Gibson, a man to watch. Gibson after Lethal Weapon, would you say his mother's responsible for Mel Gibson post-Lethal Weapon? Not the actor. The character. Uh, the character. Right. Okay, the actor went on to abuse his wife, which is, <laughs> I imagine, links to really bad mother issues, <laughs> yeah. and said the outfits didn't happen, or his dad said it, or whatever. Hey, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know, absolutely, we're going to muddy political train here. Might be good for your, your hot sauces. Holocaust denial is the hottest it gets. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, you're quite right. Have you got a word for that, for hot sauce? Holocaust denial, the sauce is a, uh, yeah, it's absolutely. Well, it's the second one there, so try it, David. Yeah. <laughs> Really? No, you don't. No, you're to. quite right. You're quite By right. The, way, Absolutely. the one you tried was called Watergate. You didn't. Oh, very nice. It had a, a, a 70s <laughs> tang to it. I know yeah. that, that campus needs to be sorted out. <laughs> we'll have to iron that out before I go back on the streets of Britain. I don't, not that it's wrong with being camp. So I like the, it. What's a father's role then? So a mother's role is to kind of gravity, really. Gravity. Absolutely. Well Keeping done. Your feet to the floor. Which Trevor and Mel Gibson's character in Lethal Weapon, and someone could add whose name was at the bottom of the, the comments page. I don't know. Uh, but you are right, it's just gravity, basically. And the father's role? The father's role is to give you a bit of, um, a bit of pluck. A bit of uh, a masculine, you know, put some hairs in those testicles. <laughs> I don't mind saying, Brian, it's something you've got. I mean, I'm not talking about the, your pubic hair. I mean, I mean, and I mean testicles in a purely metaphorical manner. No one's seen anyone naked in this room. You know, we've all kept our fabrics on. But it's very much a case of um, a bit of, hmm. You know, a bit of kind of like, uh, a bit of like spit in the gutter, watch your back, mate, you know, don't say that about my wife type of thing. A bit of... Um, spunk. Yeah, well done. Gravity from the mother, spunk from the father, <laughs> abracadabra, you've got a well-balanced human taking us into the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a plan there, you know, you see two men on the streets of Britain, men with plans who make hot sauces political names, and men with dreams who have just, you know, oh, I don't know, I'm going to make some hot sauces. What's it called then, pal? I don't know, it's just going to have a chicken on the front. Very aggressive, you know. David. Oh, sorry, so Brian. Here's, so here's a, so here's a follow-up question. Sorry, Brian, if that was aggressive, I apologise. Given that a mother's role is gravity... Yes. ..and a father's role is spunk, what do you feel about uh, same-sex parenting? Well, that's a very good question. Once again, getting very political. Um, no, it's not political, it's just a question, Dave. You know, uh, for crying out loud, I don't have to get on, on your bloody hind horse about it. It's not the NHS, it's just two women or two men. Yeah, so if anything, you can have too much gravity or too much spunk. Too much gravity or too much spunk? Well, so that means, you know, a lesbian relationship will be very much like being on the moon. You know, it's a case of you, you're going to need something to weigh it down in some way to create that balance. Well, that would be the opposite, uh, wouldn't it? It'd be like being on Mars, because there's too much gravity. You'd be squashed. Yes, you're completely right, Finn. Well done. You'd be great as a political advisor. The, uh, the You'd be completely squashed. Two, two gay fathers would be like being on the moon, but you're, you're covered in jizz as well. 
absolutely, it'd just be a complete jizz marathon disaster. You wouldn't know where you are. You would just, yeah. it'd, it'd smell like a butcher's shop. It'd be horrific. A butcher's shop? Yeah, just, you know, that, that smell it brings off, you know, the chemicals that sort of, uh, you know, that have come from the loin area. Um, basically, it would be a real handful, but, you know, good luck to them. I think, you know, the metaphors that we've described sound like quite a tricky, you know, coordination. You know, you're either in like, a, you've got like a, a spunk marathon on your hands, or you're... Spunk marathon? Marathon, where it's just like an endless... I have been asked if you three would like to judge the cucumber competition of we... the Oh! That would be absolute. I'd absolutely love that. So, uh, are you going to bring the cucumbers, cucumbers over? I will. Thank you. Thank you. What are we judging them on? Texture, size, I think, and... There's much water Wait. in there. Wait. 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 Okay. okay. So it's, fair, it's not much we can judge them on, but it's fairly objective. Height. Height. Height and weight. <laughs> weight and height. Well, the cucumber, which has been uh, grown by the local farmers. Okay. And smell. And smell. Ah, odour. And weight, height and smell. The three altars that you must kneel There's a few upon. more. I'm pretty sure there are a few more. When it comes to cucumbers. Yeah, what, what are the other? Texture, colour. I think just end. Bend is very important. Bend. Do you want to bend in your cucumber? Can you hear those children playing? Oh, it's it just it's like Isn't a bar. Lovely. It's very relaxing. Is this nothing rose? So sorry. Lambs. Greenness. 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 Here is cucumber number one. Ah, cucumber oh. is very, very, very heavy. Casting a mighty shadow. Oh, that's a faces. big old cucumber. It's, and it's green. Okay, it so I'll just stick, stick it on the scales. Look at that. Uh, three stone. Three stone. It's a three stone cucumber. That is the weight of a four-year-old toddler or a German Shepherd dog. And that's a hell of a lot, isn't it? Uh, uh, what colour would you say it was, Finn? I'd say it was a, a pungent green. It's a pungent green. Mm. Uh, length, David? Length, you're looking at about um, a foot and a half. That is a big cucumber. It would feed a large family. So a foot and a half and three stone. That's. That's a big old... That is a hell of a cucumber. I mean, you can use it as a weapon and then, you know, eat it type of thing. You could use that. That would be good for a survival course. David, it might sound a bit weird. Could you draw a face on that cucumber and then start hugging it? Absolutely. Quite happy to do that. Give it some kind of human emotion. Um, I'm going to give it some eyes. Um, its eyebrows are going to be slightly high, so it's going to look shocked. Uh, small little nose with a dimple on the side and then, like, a quite a cocky smile to the side, to the left, like it should be on a Harley-Davidson. I'm going to place him on my lap. Like he's my child. Could you breastfeed it? And I will open the first two uh, of my buttons and my right nipple is now out for the rams and the children to see. And I'll place a cucumber towards my nipple and um, sucking now milk goodness from my male um, breasts. Uh, Hello, I am my cucumber. Uh, you like oh. this? It's got a voice, it's come to life. It's like Pinocchio, Pinocchio version yeah, of cucumbers. It's Bolivian, doesn't it? It does. It's almost as though it's sipping out the DNA. It's well, working let, out let's, the background. Let's listen to what she's got to say. Tasty milk. Tasty milk. Well, thank you very much. I mean, no one's ever drunk my milk before, so I wasn't sure what kind of beverage I produce, but to get uh, solid reviews is very nice of Natasha Dimitri milked you last, last time. She did actually. I have been milked before. Don't let go of the cucumber. Absolutely. Oh, there. Can oh, I have a go on your other nipple? Can, can she have a go on your other nipple? If you must, that's fair enough, viewers. I'm now putting the cucumber over, the female cucumber onto the other side, to my left nipple. And, yummy. Uh, yummy. Uh, yummy, there you go. And uh, suckle away, please. I don't know how much is there. But, yummy. Um, yummy. But I have been milked in a previous podcast. You're quite right. There's a, there's a lot there. <laughs>
cucumber oh. number two. Wow, it's tiny. And got, got a fucking hope. But it's very dense. Look at that weight. It is dense. How much does it weigh? Four stone. Four stone, and yet the it's no bigger than my thumb. The science is very peculiar, but if you say four stone... David? It's me. It, well, it's very small. It's a, kind of like a sushi cucumber, isn't it? You put on top of a sushi roll or something, but four stone. I'd be worried about putting that in my stomach, because it wouldn't take up much room in my stomach, but it would almost weigh me down. You know, which is the motherly role of gravity, which I think this, this cucumber doesn't have. Now, the, the person who grew that cucumber is a lovely lady. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry. That <laughs> was a bit... Sorry. But she's, she's over there now. She's looking at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bit bashful now. Not as confident, am I? And I think okay. she's, she's on her way. So at some point... Oh, gosh. I wasn't ready. For, I wasn't expecting this. There'll be a lady with us. Might have to be warned beforehand via email if females are going to be approaching so you. Got, have you got a girlfriend? Not at the moment. That, um... Yeah, you'd like to meet Vagina 2.0 before the grave, but um, that hasn't arrived, so that's, you know, being sorted. I don't want there's a plan there. Uh, I need to just work out my version of hot sauces and just... Hello focus. there, blonde bombshell. Woo! That's out of the blue. <laughs> I need to get rid of that bizarre ooh noise I keep making. We need to uh, edit that out from my, uh, my brain. Uh, but anyway, enough about me. How are you? Sorry, I, I really fancy you. <laughs> straight to business. You really fancy me? Goodness. Um, well, thank you for the compliment. I'd like to compliment on you on your cu cucumber. Uh, it's small, Big but... Big time. It, you'd like to fancy me in time. Well, that's a more realistic... Big time, question. you said I fancy Big time. Goodness Big time. me, where we go? Compliment her cucumber. Uh, your, your, your cucumber is a small stature, but very weighty, and um, it's, it's got a very dark green to it. Uh, I, I, I'm going to look forward to be munching on it very soon. Getting it on the old uh, canines, the old teeth. Um, do you in Let her talk. Quite right, be the gentleman. What star sign are you? Oh, interesting question. Um, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely, but you've got to keep things going. It's a date. Oh, I feel nervous. Uh, I'm surrounded by rams, similar to my star sign. I'm, I'm an Aries. Are they rams? That is right, isn't it? Can I shake your hand? By all means. And I'm glad you did that. You should go straight in for a kiss. I prefer taking things slowly. There we go. Two palms together. Uh, yours is quite sweaty. I suppose you've been growing cucumbers, so it's understandable. You've been in a greenhouse all day. Finn, would you like to... Um, it's not all about me. So uh, to, to have a chat with the cucumber lady. We should lady. fuck round the back of the marquee. We should fuck around the back of the marquee. Yeah, I think you're busy with it. David, go and fuck around the back of the marquee. Do you know, I don't want to. I know it sounds a bit, like, naughty, but, you know, I, I've only just met her. I, you know, I'm getting to know Finn. I don't know if, you oh, know... Don't let me stop you. Come mind. and fuck me round the back of the marquee. Listen, I'm not being aggressive, but you country people can regress David. very quickly oh, over a few ales. David. Oh. Sorry, that's too much, Finn. Do you know I what? Apologize. I want you to go and do your business around the back of the marquee. We'll take a break. Um, Come and fuck me round the back of the marquee. Too much. So you I go. Need this. Too much. She needs it. Too if, early. If you take her around the back of the marquee, we'll put a little uh, interlude in, a little bit of music, right. then we'll come back and we'll ask you how it went. Well, so, I can't promise you anything, debrief. but. Have a debrief. Have so a debrief. Off you go around the back of the marquee. Okay, we're back again. How was. Uh, well, I, I told you I didn't think How it was long has he been gone, Finn, by the way? Good hour. Good hour? He's <laughs> been gone a good hour. God, dear. Well, I think 45 minutes, I just had to wander into the Dales and be, you know, and just spend some time with the sheep, because... Um, so what happened? It was just... Um, it, it was messy, really. It, there was no love involved whatsoever. There was loads of gravity and, and spunk, as we mentioned earlier. That was everywhere, but there was no love. There was no relationship. Was everywhere. 
Well, you know, when you you just frolic around behind a garden shed or wherever it was, wherever she led me. Marquee. Marquee. I so, sorry, I apologise. We're Marquee. It's a summer fate. You know your location, Dave. And it was just a case of it just, you know, there was no love, there was no poetry. Do you know what I mean, Flynn? I mean, do you, is that the ultimate? Flynn. Flynn. I I've just had sex, mate. You know, I've just, you know, I've just come from the rigors of intercourse. I'm exhausted. Sorry. Uh, I apologise. Rigorous intercourse. Rigorous intercourse. I'm exhausted. It's like sports fitness times ten. You know. Do you know what I mean? That's the ultimate source in life. So what? What? Just can't. What happened? Around the back of the. What happened? I was used. Simple as that. Just what happened though? Basically, um, I was aroused, like a machine, not like a loving man, and I was just used like a tool, like a spanner in a, in a, in a box. Like DIY needed to do. She wanted to. She want, She needed an itch to be scratched, and I was using like a stick to itch it. You know, there was no sense of um, how you're doing. How are those apples, sir? You know, cucumbers. Cucumber. How are those cucumbers? There was no inter chat beforehand. It was. Did just... anyone spot you at it? Yes, they did. Who? I don't know, but I heard laughing, and I and I felt shadows and Adults someone breathing. children. Adults and children. It was children laughing at the beginning, and I said, I'll "Bloody get you if you don't sod off." So this people were watching. Yes. Yeah, people watching for a very short period of time. Then after a while, it went from dark comedy just into tragedy, and they left. People have got very short attention spans these days. It's the YouTube culture, isn't it? They look for the next Here thing to amuse them. number three. Oh, let's move on. Great. Let's move on, thank God. Well, this one is absolutely enormous. Uh, uh, how tall would you say this one was? Ben, what do you think? What are you talking about Third Tower? That's a, that's a good that's a good ten feet. Isn't it's it? a ten foot cucumber we're looking Health at. Health and safety wise, that would weirdly, um... it's incredibly light. I'm balancing it on my finger. The science does not work out whatsoever. Do you know what this could do? This could be very good for Mel Mel oh, you're gonna have to help me with the word, Brian. Melmatrusted. Mel people who haven't ate, ate properly. Uh Melmatru oh, what is it? Finn, help me out here, pal. Brother and arm. Malnourished? Malnourished. There we go. Trebon enemy. Malnourished. This is why you bring your bloody bro men along when you come up against the uh, theorists of vocab hurdle. Basically, malnourished uh, nations of the world, we can bring in these large 10 foot cucumbers that weigh nothing, drop them out of a plane, and they could all run along um, in their little tribes or whatever they are and just eat on the cucumber. I apologise, Brian, move on. Have you got any uh, more questions? Yeah, so. Apologies, uh, let's move on to more. In, in four words and why each time. Okay, four words describe and your Absolutely. sexual orientation. Four words and why. Sorry, just, um, it was an unexpected intercourse session. It just, uh, it's, it's unbalanced me a bit. Four words and why. Sexual orientation. Um, what if that happens? And I'm why? Just, oh, is it six or four? It's four and, and why. Oh, what if that happened Three. as in the case of, you know, maybe 10 years ago, I'd have been really like, oh, you know, um, straight as a bloody snooker cue. You know, something what, like what that. What do you mean? I'd have been a bit like cocky about it. About what? Uh, my sexual orientation. <laughs> I'd have been very much like, I'm hetero, man, high five. And I think I am at the moment, but who knows what the future might bring? Who knows? Right. You know, anything could happen. Sexual orientation is like water, it's fluid, or it's like Play Doh or um, bread. Well, this, this episode's gone off the rails, yes? I apologise. Not your fault, you never know where it's going to take us, these, these crazy episodes. But what I'm looking at in the distance there is about 50 yards away. It's a, it's a big old pot bellied farmer. Oh, yes. 
and he's looking at you, Dave. Very, yeah, he's giving me a stare. I know that stare well. So what if, what if that happened? What if he came over? Well, he's coming over now. So Christ knows what he's going to ask you. Oh, I don't like these farm interactions. I always do very poorly. It's like mechanics when they fix your he's car. Got, he's got his dog with him. He's got his dog with him. Yorkshire Terrier, nice breed though. Yeah, Give him that. He's coming over. And obviously you've, you've just mentioned, you know, what what if that happens. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to deal what if with him. He's a middle-aged man. Well, we'll beer, see, because oh, he's just yeah, on his way over. So at some point he's wearing a nice little flat cap. Well, he's not my, my type, though, is he? I'm not going to... As he gets closer, his belly's sure getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, he's, he's, at some point he's going to talk to you, David. Uh, hello, farmer man. Hello there, boy. Here we go. Is it true you are fucking people round the back of the marquee? No, that's a complete myth. No, it's um, not. Well, there was one woman um, who I shared some milk with, and she took that as a lead on, and it was an unpleasant memory, which I'm going to have to live with to the grave. I am up for it. He's <laughs> up sure for it? Well, I'm not up for it, so there you go. I've, I've already had one poorly constructed intercourse. Well, it's a summer fate, and everyone's in a good mood, so I think you turning him down might bring the mood down a bit. Okay, so get to know him, ask him a couple of questions, then go back around the back of the uh, uh, marquee. Could I have a small amount of alcohol beforehand? Is that possible? Just a bit of ale, or just some, something just to, to, to numb the mind, just a little. Well, I don't want to ruin the party. Can you have some more of a uh... scrumpy? Holo yes, just some alcohol, just some grumpy form of alcohol. Bumpy. Some of that Holocaust denial sauce again. That will really. I think that will that will wake me up. I'll remember the whole thing. I want to deaden my brain, oh, not waking it up. Wake you up, mate. But it definitely deludes you that sauce. Right. Okay. There we go. Once again, very political. Yeah. He's, he's not stupid. This one in the corner, old thing. Uh, some scrumpy before pumpy. Scrump. Some yeah, scrumpy. I'll be up for some scrumpy, definitely, please. Before pumpy. pumpy. I don't know about the pumpy quite yet. Let's just focus on the scrumpy. What's your name, farmer? Biff. Biff. Ah, oh, American name. You're a fan of the Back to the Future franchise. Three films. I thought the third one was a bit of a letdown. A bit of foreplay, Biff, beforehand. Do you like films? Is it no. Is it, no. no. Oh, there we go. That's the end of that one. What's the dog's name, Biff? What's the dog's name? Roy. Roy. <laughs> Similar to my... Um, I had a friend I grew up called uh, Roy. Well, we know. Yeah, Biff and Roy. Car insurance. Biff and Roy, yeah. Did car insurance. You're quite right. Now on the back of the marquee with Biff and Roy. Right. That's his so, own podcast, isn't it? It certainly is, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to go, Brian. I know it might ruin the day. Farmer but... Biff, would you like to go around the back of the marquee with David? Love to. Love oh, to. Uh, okay. okay, so uh, what? just uh, fill me and fit in. What, what are you going to do behind the back of the marquee? Rub my bottom. <laughs> right. Okay, rub his bottom, and who knows where it will take you. So, David, again, if you go around the back of the marquee, really? we'll have a brief interlude, okay. then we'll come back and we'll see what happens. Well, okay. I'll see you later, Finn, yeah? Just see you, Right, Cheers. thank you. Bye. Okay, you're back again. How long has he been away? Oh, good. Well, it's night time now, isn't it's it? Night time, so it's night time, so two or three hours you would yeah. be on that marquee. What happened? Once again, I think a good... About two hours and a half, we've just me sort of walking around the dales, just trying to get rid of the. Um, what actually images. happens? He just <laughs> penetrated me, basically. It's just as simple as that. I was just kind of used like a sort of uh, jukebox, just to play different tunes to his liking. None of them were in my uh, area of uh, musical tastes, but that wasn't interesting. What actually so happened? So if I was watching it, what? what, what? It was just uh, male flesh. Upon... No, 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 no. None of this sort of poetry. What would I be looking at? What you'd just be looking at is just one man uh, riding another. 
Um, the man on top of the man on all fours uh, in a meditative moment of bliss, bliss, enjoying himself. Biff, Biff in bliss. <laughs> Biff in bliss and Dave in the uh, in the dungeons of hell. Simple as that. So, on all fours like a creature, like his Yorkshire Terrier. So what was Roy. he doing? So what me and Roy were just looking at each other, shaking our heads, just thinking, yeah, Biff's enjoying himself, isn't he? So, and just thinking, someone promised me some scrumpy. I didn't get that, but I got this instead. Having, Lovely. Having, having having said that and knowing what you know now, then what 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 would you would you change your sexual orientation description? Not if Biff's involved, no. And if Roy's in the room as well, not for an udder. I just stay worried. But in actual fact, the heterosexual experience earlier, I'm questioning the whole bloody thing. You know, the whole uh, sexuality thing. You know, uh, what would you become? Asexual? Do you know? I feel terrible because I feel like I've, I've created this scenario. No, 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 Brian. You, you invite me to the fates. Quite rightly, if you say no to a game, it ruins the whole pace. So who is and... the winner of the cucumber competition? So who, Finn? Finn, you can choose. Who, who is the winner? Is it Farmer Biff? Is it the lovely lady who you... The milking. The milking, or, or the, uh, the, bre uh, the, the breast The breast uh, woman. Which? Um, uh, what's the prize? Is it another round with Dave? No, yeah. I won't be doing yeah. that. I really am... No, 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 David, yes, that's the prize. Quite uh, right, let's not ruin the, the I think it's Biff, then. It's Biff. Biff. <laughs> well, uh, it's been a lovely fate, yes? Oh, it's been a, an eye-opener, it really has been. It's, uh... Is there any one more little thing? We've got about three or four minutes. Anything you want to ask David? Um, you look we... like a man... Oh, yes. ...who knows his national insurance number off by heart, but could you recite it backwards? Okay. Oh, um, two, six, eight. I know it's JP at the front. I failed. I've fallen out of that one. The National Insurance Challenge, I failed at. Can you, any of you do it? I don't think I'd be able to. I bet Biff couldn't bloody do it. Not, I'm being a bit rude to Biff there. I apologise. It's not up to you. It was just the, I think everyone lost their head. It has been a great day. I'm what sure it has about each other. Too much, mate. We've learnt too much about each other. We can it, never go back. That's the problem. I thought, last minute, David, we've got the uh, world's strongest man uh, game where you whack the dude on and the thing goes up and hits the bell. Do you want to have a go? Wonderful. Someone hand me a hammer. OK, so there's a big hammer. Finn, thank you very much. So yeah. uh, I'm going to have a countdown uh, from ten to one. You give it a whack. Let's see if you hit the bell, yes? Yes, please. Thank you so much for joining us, Finn. Uh, thank lovely, thank you. Thanks thank you so much. Me. Thank you. Here we go. Ten, nine, eight, eight seven, seven, six, six go, people. five, four, four let's give it a go. three, two, one. one. Have some of that. Aw, that's a shame. No, not ideal. Sorry about that. Oh, dear. It's sniggering behind it. There we are. Very nice. <laughs>